0: All right, so you're listening to Franz Borchardt and Richard Sprinkle on Legally Unfiltered. Um, If you're out there watching, just let us know. Um, Make sure you can hear us. We are talking about church and COVID-19. We're talking about your free exercise of religion. We're talking about your right to assemble, your right to exercise religion. And we're talking about it like we talk about everything with a legal twist. Um, right now, Richard, right now, you know, as always, we're enjoying some afternoon cocktails. I'm enjoying some Highland Park eighteen. Richard Sprinkles drinking some Balvini twelve, but it's the special triple cask bottle. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. It's your
1: special heart. triple cask. And and I'm not pouring myself two. I'm I'm pouring one for valton
0: All right, here we go. So <laughs> Did you delete the other one? I, I'm I don't know that I have that ability right now. All right, this is what happens when Richard drinks and podcasts at the same time. No, this is what happens when Franz produces. That's look, what. Look, normally I'm gonna let yeah. you behind the curtain, folks. Normally, Richard Sprinkle is the star of this operation. He is the producer. He is the editor. He is the mic guy. He's the he is the Brian Haldane, Kevin Gallagher of my world. OK, the problem is, is that I'm the one that has the Zoom account webinar account access that allows us to live stream and do our thing on Facebook Live. And I can barely wipe my own butt right now, let alone, let alone do this. But did you not stock am, up on TV? I did. not I did. not <laughs> So we are we are streaming live. From what I'm what I'm seeing, we're streaming live, Um, Richard, we are going to talk about what's going on in central Louisiana right now. We got a pastor got a pastor that has said, you know what? I don't care that you issue me summons. I don't care if you arrest me. You arrest me. My number two is going to step up. You arrest my number two. My number three is going to step up. So he is what we would call in the business being defiant. Fair statement. Yeah. Very fair statement. Um He is he is almost manifesting iterations that show us that he wants to be what? Arrested. Uh,
1: arrested, but what he wants is to be noticed. Let's be honest here.
0: And who doesn't who doesn't enjoy? I like it? being noticed. That's that's why we're I mean, on Facebook Live right I mean, now, right? I mean, I'll I i do not know how to say this. Franz Borkhart loves him some Franz Borkhart. I don't think anybody's shocked when I say that, but this guy now look to be candid. This yeah. guy has been on Dr. Phil, right? He has been on CNN. He's a star. He's a superstar right now. Yeah. Right? He's getting his five minutes of fame. That's for sure. So a lot of people feel a lot of people feel that this guy wants to be arrested. He wants to feel the metal on his wrist. He wants to be filmed while the medal is on his wrist. Um, He wants, he wants this. Okay. What do you think? Do you think that that's far-fetched or do you think that this guy really wants to be arrested? I think he really wants
1: to be arrested. He's going to call attention to himself. You know, there's a, there's an old saying that there's no such thing as bad publicity. Well, getting arrested in defense of your flock's right to gather and, and worship in this time of, uncertainty is 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 definitely high on his list of things to accomplish this week um so
0: he gets last night he gets or excuse me yesterday um he is issued six summons um while that is happening while that is happening he tells them hey i'm still gonna keep doing this yeah. Last night in defiance he does another service um, to catch you guys up, he has now been formally charged with the DA's office. The DA's office, I read this in the news, has now, through bills of information, formally charged him. Right. So his prosecution has been instituted. And you know what's a shame is that this was probably a very resolvable case. Had he stopped, had he stopped, I'd venture to guess, I don't I don't know the inner workings of the p- prosecutors over at the DA's office. I don't I don't I don't have telepathic means of of, of of knowing what's inside their heads. But I suspect had he stopped, this is a very resolvable case. No, this would have been a very resolvable case
1: um, had he have employed some other methods other means uh maybe maybe he could have gotten them all together on a nice zoom message like like we're doing now um i'm being i'm getting messages from our good friend aiden reynolds right now that says uh he's doing it for the money have you seen the guy's mansion follow the money he's doing it for the money and where's where's aiden messaging he's messaging me on 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 my on my watch party franz not
0: yours on mine (sighs) I think your watch party is bigger than mine. But uh, here's my party He's got watch party envy. I, I, I may have some I may have some some watch party party <laughs> I you know I, know, I don't know. I'm still clicking invite over. I've only they got 17 folks all. watching my watch party. So anyway. They need not, an invite all button. I swear they do. <laughs> so it's you know, Nissan Ballard just wrote on my watch party, it's a bad situation all around. Oh, and I gotta be honest it. with you, that is extremely on point. Because everybody's been asking me today, well, what do you want to see happen? Do you want to see this guy put in handcuffs and arrested and put in jail? I said, candidly, no, that's not what I want. And candidly, I want people to be able to exercise religion. I want people, look, when the shit is bad like it is now, God is one of the best sources of comfort for some people. Right. Okay. I don't want you not to be able to embrace your faith during a pandemic. However, that being said, your right to freely exercise religion is not absolute. And those around you, from a public safety and a public health standpoint, they have the right not to get contaminated or catch your Bad decisions worth of viral spread because you are defying a state order by the governor that says don't congregate more than 10 people. But there's two sides to that portion of it because the
1: the congregant doesn't have to go. The congregant has the ability to sit back and say, "Eh, I'm not so sure because pretty much all the Christian religions recognize free will, right? So you don't have to go just because the guy says, come on down. So, so what's interesting
0: to me is this. What's interesting to me is this. You had, and and let's put bigger context here. In New Orleans this weekend, we watched someone who did, who was a musician in a second line funeral, have an arrest warrant issued against him. Yep. And look, I'm not naive. I'm not stupid. This is a political hot potato. If it is. you're an elected official in Baton Rouge, you don't want to be seen as the guy or gal that arrests the student, puts a pastor in jail during an international pandemic. I but, get that. I'm
1: not stupid. But do you want to be seen as the guy who doesn't arrest the white preacher when they did arrest the black guy doing the, mm. the second line? Mm.
2: So, there's there's so
0: hot potato here's, all over well, this, man. Well, well, here's the other hot potato. What kind of precedent, what kind of standard, what kind of optics are you creating if you're letting this guy do this? Because what's to stop the next group of saying, well, look, you're letting this guy have bus in a thousand people. You're letting him bus in a thousand people to have services. Why can't I do that? Why do I have to shut my business down? Now, look, I get the other side of this is there's a sentiment of there's a sentiment of of, hey, why isn't a church essential right now?
1: That is a question uh, and it's actually been asked why are churches not essential but liquor stores are. Um oh
0: man, I'm looking at Facebook right now. Aiden Reynolds posted, shout out to Aiden Reynolds. Aiden Aiden Reynolds posted posted a photo of this dude's house. Oh boy. It's it's Joel Osteen palatial. It's not as big as Joel Osteen's, but it's palatial. It's so it's so, so
1: it's, it's it's larger than the Borgheart compound is that what I'm hearing? Barkhart Compton is a shack, my friend.
0: So Jared Ambo says Jared Ambo, who's a friend of ours. We always like to give Jared Ambo, hey Jared, as we as we take a drink, uh, we always like to give Jared love. And you know, we need to get if Ambo, if you're listening right now, I want to add you to this discussion if I could. Send him an um, invite. You know, you know, I want. He says it's a slippery slope, and I think that's he's exactly that's right. accurate, right? It is a slippery slope, right? Yeah. There is no right answer
1: to any of the questions we're going to pose during this show. There's other than the fact that we can probably all agree that these large gatherings are dangerous. Aside well, from that, we have
2: really
0: no right answer. We answers. have a good. We have a good friend of mine, Holly Marie, saying second lining for a funeral is also free exercise of religion. I can't. It is. I mean, can't we, argue that. Candidly, she's not right um nathan fry arrested for barbecue in your backyard is arriving soon i don't know if i go that far but well it depends are you
1: barbecuing by yourself or with a hundred other people i mean Uh,
0: that i mean you got to look at all the things nathan if you're going to bust in a thousand people to your backyard and have a boil or barbecue you can come talk to me but i think that's a little bit of a stretch my friend might get you Um, but but i do appreciate you leaving a comment Rambo writes, it's a Mansion. lol it is a pretty <laughs> look i don't know if, have you gone to the facebook yet man i don't i don't know how to to get this image i don't know how to get this image on on facebook to to come up but if you go to my facebook page right now Aiden reynolds posted this tagged all bunch of people and man this this nice pull in the back he's got what appears to be maybe a Appears to be what's ma- assuming this is this guy's house. I don't. I don't know if this is this guy's house. I'll tell you one thing: the church looks magnificent. Have you seen this
1: church? I, you know, I'm staring at my Facebook page and I can't get off the one the one image of our watch party. So I'm kind of stuck with that right now.
0: You need to get a bigger screen for your house. No, no, no. I, I have multiple screens going on here. That's why I keep looking over there. So Chelsea Gidden, shout out to Chelsea. She wrote Franz invited you to a watch party. Mm. I don't know, Chelsea. You know you like being in a watch party, so I. So You're Jeremy, the registry. If you don't watch it, I swear it's not David Rosas's compound. Well, David. David <laughs> was David's got that. David's got that. That immigration money. Anyways, Nissan Bell Ooh. funeral second lining is a cultural religious act. He's from New Orleans. I Nissan. I gotta agree with you. I don't. I don't disagree at all. Now, what's interesting, let's talk about, let's talk about the second one. What's interesting is the guy that didn't stop got an arrest warrant and they issued a summons to the other people. So so that we're all clear, Richard, what is the difference between a summons and, and actually arresting somebody?
1: Well, and the
0: arrest,
1: you are carried off to jail. And the summons, you're told to be at court on a certain day for X, Y, and Z. It's kind of like a traffic ticket. Most people don't get arrested for traffic tickets. You're just told when your court date is, and then you have to show up. But a summons does have the effect of an arrest legally. You're still required to go to court and do the things.
0: An arrest, you go to jail. Yeah, I said you that. Go to jail, and you got to wait. <laughs> Probably got to get a bond. <laughs> you got to wait for a court to issue what? A bond. Yeah. I mean, this, this, you you do not pass go. You, 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 you go what? Directly to jail. The gray bar Hotel, baby. Not fun. This is true. This is true. I'm trying to see if I can get Jared Ambo on. Jared's been nice enough to invite me to come on and play sometimes. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to convince Ambo. Just bear with me. Well, you can be arrested and released without going to jail. Ambo is correct when he says that. A summons – actually, I will disagree, Jared. If you look at the code, a summons has the full force and effect of an arrest. Um, It's not publicly recorded. I will agree with that. But it does have the legal effect of a quote-unquote arrest. Um, That being all said, that being all said, I will say this. I will say this. I think where this guy is coming or where this guy is going is I think he is going to get shackled and put in jail. And I think that is – I think that is, I was about to say, I think that is exactly what this guy wants.
1: I seriously don't think anything would make him
0: happier Franz. I really don't. So hold on. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to go against my better judgment here. I'm going to figure out how to invite people to this watch party. There's a way to do that, right?
1: Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've invited like all my friends on Facebook to it. Uh, shout out to uh, Leslie Ann Nobles. Hi, Leslie. Uh, she's a friend of ours. Uh, she says he needs to be put in jail. And, and also, if anyone gets sick or dies, shouldn't he be charged with that? He is also opening himself up to getting sued. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of weird stuff in there. I mean, we're, we're not dealing with like a Jonestown situation. Thank God. But uh, it's as far as criminal acts involving others. I don't know, Franz. Could could he be held criminally liable if somebody got sick from this? I
0: I, I don't know how that works. I really don't see that. So we talked about this today. I think that's problem. I think that's problematic, right? I think it's problem. Like so, the question I got asked today earlier was, if he if he were to indirectly or directly um have a and let me scratch what i just said if there were a congregant that got sick and died could he be arrested for negligent homicide my default answer is always well you can be arrested for anything yep um would it quote unquote stick is there probable cause for negligent homicide i think that's tough man i think that's very tough i mean i think you have a causation problem ambo Ambo, I just invited you, man. Jump on to the party, man. You got a I huge causation outside.
1: problem, which is which is where the the civil liability, man, you got defense all day long on the civil side of it because you would have a virtually impossible, insurmountable hill to climb to prove causation in this in in, in a civil, you know, in, so
0: negligent way. homicide by its very definition is a homicide caused by criminal negligence. Right. And criminal negligence is a gross deviation. Gross deviation of a standard of care, which is criminal nature such that it causes death. We've seen negligent homicide in the form of the Max Kruber case where where knock gets convicted for the hazing incident. That's negligent right. homicide. At least that's what a jury said. That's, that's, that's what a jury, jury said. said. Now, yeah. Um, sometimes negligent homicide could be a bad car accident. A great classic example. I'm playing on my cell phone while I'm driving and I kill somebody. Negligent homicide. Um, Adam says know. if uh,
1: if Jared gets on, he's he's out.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm not I'm not seeing Ambo. Come on, I, I'm starting uh. to get am starting to get my feelings hurt a little bit. Wait, hold on, we got a third participant, Richard. I think that may be Ambo. Oh oh oh! Is Jared Ambo in here? Hold on, hold on, hang on. Try to, on. I, I got a third. Hold on, I'm, I got it. I got, a, I got a, I gotta allow Ambo to do stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna promote to panelists. Jared's, by the way, guys. If you don't know Jared Ambo, he is one of the best criminal defense attorneys in Baton Rouge. Um, I've tried cases. I've at one case with him. I'm working on a few cases with him. He also likes to play online with us. In fact, I've learned some tricks. Hey, man, what's going on? Hey, there he is. So, welcome to Legally Unfiltered, Mr. Ambo. How are you, sir? I'm well. I'm well.
2: Hanging so, out in the back of my
0: house. <laughs> so I know, I know what I think, or I think I know what you're going to say to this question. How much of a causation problem is this if a congregate dies? If you're prosecuting, you're trying to make a case for negligent
2: homicide, what are your most immediate issues? Well, where, where the person contracted the disease, right? Right. I mean, it can't be tracked in any significant way if they got it from the church or if they got it from the Walmart or the gas station or, you know, anything, any other kind of interaction. And because it's so prevalent, I don't think you'd be be able to meet any burden of proof by any reasonable standard that you contracted it at the church. Right. Correct. Now, now I guess that begs the question, if five, 10, 15, 20, 25 people get it and they all get it around the same time. Now you start to create a case that they all got it at the church. And that becomes a problem because the causation problem starts to get a little easier to prove. Right? Right. I think,
0: I think, I think negligent a problem. homicide would be. Problem. I, I think that's a problematic case. Now, if I were prosecuting that, if I, if let's say I'm an, let's say I'm a soldier and I don't get the decision on whether or not I'm going to prosecute this or not. And my boss comes to me and says, Hey, I want you to look at this. Um, I probably would take this to the grand jury and let them decide. And I got to tell you from a non lawyer standpoint, I don't know if good law abiding citizens are going to agree with us. I don't know if they're going to say, Hey, I, I think there's this causation problem and I don't know if it would stick. Now that being said, as, as we've talked about before, Richard, and, 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 and you know, this Jared, sometimes the grand jury is where you go to flush a bad case. So, so, um, but let's put Nicholson Homicide to the side for a second. What are the other issues legally facing this guy?
2: I would defend him in the, in the right to symbol case, to be frank with you, Fran, because I think that although I understand the public interest, I understand the, the public safety issue, I understand that the, gov- the governor, he's in, even has a, a statute that maybe he can fall back on in terms of being able to put these kind of rules out, I'm still all about litigating the constitutional issue and whether or not that constitutional deprivation of freedom is reasonable under the circumstance. Um, and I think the court's the right place. I don't know if continuing to do it on his part and getting these multiple misdemeanor charges is really in his best interest, but I get it. I mean, I get where he's coming from. And so,
0: so what we talked about earlier, um, we, this is our second bite at the legally unfiltered episode today. So you you may have missed our first attempt where Richard was frozen and couldn't really talk. We (laughs) talked about this earlier. It's 2020, right to assemble in the lens of Zoom, Skype, um, live streaming. We know that this guy can live I, I know that this guy can live stream from his church, candidly, because I've watched it. Um, do you think that our method of communication or our method of assemble assembling is any different in 2020 than it was maybe before this pandemic? Or does that even matter?
2: Is there a distinct and appreciable difference between the gathering of persons virtually and the gathering of persons in person? Is yeah. there, a, is there a different power structure or a different? I mean, what was the purpose for assembly, right? The purpose for assembly was a peaceful uh, protest against your, the government and the power of the government, right? I mean, that was the point of it was people can assemble to the, to the, and be peaceful in a way that they can stand up and and challenge the power of the government and the government control over them and i would i would assert that a virtual members a meeting of us let's say we got a million people on your uh watching this t- television program that you're doing this facebook program you're doing and we got a million people talking well w- would that really have the power of assembly that even 500 people would outside the governor's office or the governor's mansion i mean i think that's part of the i think that's That's where the, the freedom arises. And I think that's an important distinction. Well, what Richard, what do you think? I mean, I think Jared's onto something there.
0: It's,
1: you know, the, the source of the freedom is one thing, but, you know, going back to the limitations on, on our, on our freedoms during certain times or in certain places, I, I think, you know, it, Sure, the guy the guy should be defended if he were to get into a a, a case like this, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of coming down on there There probably is a viable a viable uh, argument that in an instance of public safety, maybe the the freedom to to gather is put on pause for a second. It's not necessarily permanently deprived, but but put on pause.
2: Well, France, so, what do you think, so, Franz? What do you think about the fact that it's just? What do you think about the fact that there's a distinction between fighting the government's power, even if you don't win or lose, right? Even if it's not about, at well, the end, you may lose, but fighting it is what's purely American, right? I mean, it's what so, we are. So we
0: we all three of us understand the principle of fighting, despite the oh, oh, iron, definitely. The, oh, of definitely. losing. Um, we, we are very – I said today earlier, I said I'm very strategic, and I would imagine you boys are too – I'm very strategic. Um, I practice more guerrilla warfare than I do getting into a shootout with the government. I cannot, I cannot, in a hundred percent of my cases, get into a shootout um, unless, of course, the client wants that and 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 prevail. It's just, it, it's not unrealistic. That being said, that being said, if a client tells me I want to die on my hill and die on my sword, and I represent him, I, I understand that, right? So my issue is more – my issue is more from a public safety standpoint, from a caring about your congregation standpoint, is it perhaps the better route for this guy to file some kind of declaratory action with a court and say, hey, I have the right to do this constitutionally, and they're saying I don't. I want to take this constitutional uh, issue up now. I have standing as a pastor, and he could do that – Theoretically, he could do that in federal or state court, right? But, but a declaratory
1: judgment is not sexy, and it's not going to attract crowds. Um, he he knows what he's doing. He's going. He's doing exactly what he wants to do here.
2: What about the what about the great civil disobedience in our uh, in our history, though? You know, right, right. I mean, what, what about the people who changed the earth, man, changed the United States, and changed the deal just by their civil disobedience, their willingness to stand up and violate the law in a way that was peaceful. But clear that they did not agree with the government's power, you know, government exercising its power in that way. And I think there's something to be to be said there. That's why it's very this is a very difficult question and important question to ask and to talk about. I think I appreciate you guys doing it. Actually,
1: well, And, 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 and I, I think you're dead on right with that, Jared. But if we if we look at the motivation behind the civil disobedience, there's a big difference between marching across that bridge. And this guy saying, hey, even though there's a virus going on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring my people in. This, but is it possible yeah, that he got, different.
2: Is it possible that he has a million dollars in the bank? Is it possible that he doesn't give a shit? Is it possible that he's not financially motivated at all? I mean, I know we all wanna be suspect of people that do shit like this, right? We all wanna say, well, clearly he's doing it for money. But is that is it possible that he's not? Could he just be doing oh. what he thinks is right? Yeah, Finally. it's possible.
0: I leave absolute room for the possibility that this guy truly believes it. You know, and look, I, I was asked the question today, and I want to talk about this before we we head out today. I was asked, Hey man, you said some pretty harsh stuff about this guy. You called him a snake handler. And I said, well, that's what I, I believe that what he's doing is tantamount to handling state. That's not a legal opinion. That's a, that's a personal Franz opinion. That being said, I was asked, well, could you represent this guy? And I said, well, after we got past all the bad shit I said about him and he signed a waiver, I absolutely could represent this guy. And I absolutely leave room for the possibility that he believes it. You know, hey, look, there are different flavors of Kool-Aid out there, and some people like grape, some people like strawberry. I get it. I understand that. I also draw issue with some things. Though. This guy didn't initially want to talk to local media, but went on Dr. Phil and went to see CNN. Okay, that means something that I I draw inferences from that, fellas. And look, you've been on CNN before, I I, I think, Mr. Ambo. Right. I've talked to CNN before, but I also talked to my local media, too, because why is it that he was so willing? Now, now he's talking to everybody. Now they're holding the cell phones up in front of him in the church. I get it. But there there's something that just doesn't feel and smell right now. That being said. I absolutely leave room for the possibility that I'm wrong. I've never met the dude. I've never, I've never shook his hand. I've never talked to him. I've never had, I've never gone to one of his services. He may be a God fearing best preacher, this side of central. I don't know. You know, I leave room for that. Rich, what do you think? Yeah, I'll leave room for the fact that, that he's,
1: he's a multimillionaire and he he doesn't care. And he just wants to see the right thing done. I, I will leave room for that. Now, unfortunately i'm a i'm a big student of occam's razor and, and it just seems like the most obvious answer is probably the one we ought to look at first um but yeah if, if the if that's what he truly believes and listen i'm one that jared you know me franz knows me i will take up a fight against the government in a split second even if it looks like it's a loser just to make sure we keep the government in their place um i i just don't know about this guy it just it something doesn't some doesn't smell right about his motivations, and maybe I'm wrong. It's been, it's happened before, but uh, it, it's funny that the incident happens in Florida, then immediately it happens here, and and now we've got another one triggered up in uh, Pennsylvania. Who's who's doing one just to be uh, what, what was it a, a memorial or a, a in support of the, the pastor in Florida? This, this is just a mess that's going to keep cycling now.
2: I have a thought experiment for the two of
0: you. Yep. All right, here, here you go. This guy who truly believes, you got me. Yeah, you you just backed up a little bit. I don't know what your microphone. Yeah, your your is. audio went like tiny. Believe. Legitimately believes comes
2: to you and he says, "I believe that God has spoken to me and He wants me to keep my church up." When I know that I'm gonna run into trouble, what should I do? You know, my first my first thing is to him put the spotlight on. Don't let them do something to you. Without the spotlight, without cameras there, don't let them do something to you. Don't let the police officers show up. Don't let authorities show up without somebody knowing what's going on. I appreciate that you want to do this, but if you do it, you know, you know, in quiet in your own place, you end up in jail overnight, right?
0: I mean, you got like a, to. So that. I I heard everything you you were saying. I hope that the the other listeners can hear it too because. Um, yeah, your microphone's a little distant though. I don't know what. Are you using your phone?
2: Yeah, I'm on my phone. So, so listen, you had to advise him before this, and he told you that he was feeling he felt compelled to do this, and you had to advise him. Wouldn't you have advised him to do it in public to do it with the media's assistance so that he could? I think,
0: I think that's entirely so. I think that's entirely accurate if if the road you're going is you're advising this guy look you've got a potential civil rights suit and you're not yet injured because you're still having services but the only way to injure you the only way for you to have damages is for you to be arrested not that a lawyer would necessarily tell this guy that that being said
2: public so that no one they couldn't get away with just in
0: jail and going oh, with my I said earlier, and look, Richard, I want you to weigh on the weigh in on this. I said earlier I would very publicly file a declaratory action. Right. I would very publicly file a declaratory action. I would fight it out in court. I would fight it all the way up. I would ask for the ability to continue to 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 have services until this is litigated. I would bring this to the court's doorstep and not let Look, these central, this central chief is an elected official, right? Right. Isn't he? Yeah, of course. I mean.
1: Well, the, the declaratory judgment, like you said, procedurally would be the right thing to do. And yes, you would want to announce this on the courthouse steps. You would want yeah. to make sure Nakamoto's out there and everybody else in the media is out there. I'm Absolutely. Not, to be clear,
0: boys, to be clear, not a hypocrite. God no. knows I've talked to the media before. <laughs> I'm not a hypocrite. Wait, wait, you talk to the media? Come on. Um, no. i have th- stood, stood next to Ambo when we've talked to the media. I've watched so, you two talk to me, the media. <laughs> thing, I don't have a problem. I do not, to be clear, Richard, I want you to answer this. I don't have a problem with utilizing the media in the furtherance of your case, in no, the advocacy of your position. Because, because God, knows, your God, hand. Knows, yeah. God knows the police, the D.A., Everybody who's everybody is getting on the microphone and talking about you.
1: This is true. And you like I said, you have to play every card in your hand. And and while I agree with you, Franz, that procedurally that would be the correct thing to do is to file that declaratory judgment and do it on the courthouse steps and draw the attention you could, you've got to admit what I was saying earlier, and, and this kind of leads into what Jared's saying too, is regardless of his motivations, let's just take the motivations out of the out of the picture entirely getting arrested probably serves his purpose much more than going along the procedural route and keeping things quieter. It's, you know, the, this is a squeaky wheel gets the oil kind of a situation. Am
0: I, am I off base there? I will say this. Let's say he hires Amber. Let's say, let's say he wants the best. He wants the best of the best. He, he probably doesn't girl. want
1: me after this podcast, but anyway, so
0: he hires, he hires Amber. If I'm a hippo, I got a big old constitutional challenge coming, right? And not just that, when you file a constitutional challenge, fellas, who gets first bite at defending the constitution? The That's right. AG. That's right. yep. And is is right. Jeff Landry? How do you think Jeff's gonna fall down on this? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm just I think I'll jump later. I come down to the side of the
0: preacher. <laughs> if he's a, and look, a driven
2: individual wanting to take care of his constituents.
1: Apologies, guys.
2: <laughs> what do you think,
0: Rosie? I think I would file a motion. I would f- full faith and credit assembly. right to exercise any kind of constitutional challenge. Um, you know, does. I think the big problem is you have an equal protection issue. I think, you know, why isn't a church essential, but Walmart is now there's counter arguments to all this. Does the, does the government reach its rational strict scrutiny basis? Probably. I think they do, but I would argue they don't. Um, And look, the, the weird thing about this though, is by the time you litigate this, like the criminal case will still be litigated, but by There's the time you litigate right the civil stuff, the hold will probably be lifted. I mean, let's say, let's say, worst case scenario, this goes on until June one. Okay, or later. You know, it's not forever. So, so and 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 look, I've talked to I've talked to a few federal defenders about this. If you file something in federal court. Let's say a federal judge rules against you. You're the pastor, and a federal judge rules against you. You got a conservative Fifth Circuit right now. Are they going to expedite this? They may rule in your favor, but are they going to expedite this?
2: Well, I mean, is this going to be the last time we ever face something like this?
0: Oh, absolutely not. I mean, we I mean, could be, I mean, we I could be. It, this, this may be a
2: sign of things to come, and at least periodically, men, once every five or ten years or whatever, I mean, right?
0: Holly Marie on Facebook said, I think most, I think most majority of preachers are following the order because they know it's the right thing to do, not because they feel like the government should be able to mandate their ability to open church. I got to tell you, Holly, I think you may be spot on there. I think a lot of preachers would probably tell you, I don't like that the government's doing this. I don't know that they have the right to do it, but you know what? From a health standpoint, it may be the right thing to do. So... We're about to hit four thirty here, guys. What else should we talk about for a couple of minutes? Well, just just so you know, Franz, I I'm actually
1: friends with one of my old Marine buddies who's who's a pastor, and uh, he comes down on the opposite side. You know, he's he, he's saying that the his number one goal is to protect his his congregation, and that's why they're they don't he doesn't believe they should be having services right now. So, that you're going to have pastors on both sides of this coin.
0: i um,
2: will let you guys uh, wrap it up
0: y'all for inviting me, man. Y'all stay safe and healthy. All right, Jared. Jared. So, so Richard, rephrase your question again, or ask your question again. Well, it's not a statement. It's not a
1: question so much as a statement. I've I've got a a, a friend who I served in the Marine Corps with who, who became a pastor and uh, he, he made comments to the effect that, you know, one of his jobs is to protect his congregation. So that's why, he he believes that these uh these other pastors should not be holding services and and inviting everybody into the buildings i mean just look at that choir that did not know the problems were coming 42 people gathered and suddenly they're they're dropping like flies with with coronavirus you know a few weeks later they they didn't know they they knew that it was out there but there was no stay away stay at home order in place so they got together and they had choir practice just like they always would and now we're seeing the effects of what of, of that gathering we're seeing of those effects now? I, I just I, I I fully agree that this guy's got rights. I fully agree that that they are constitutional rights that should be protected, but I also believe that there are times where we have to hit the pause button. And again, so, make no mistake. Yeah. I'm sure he won't call me
0: for a defense attorney now, but anyway. He'd be lucky to have you, Richard. So we're about we're about 30 minutes into our, our second episode, right? How, look at the time counter, Richard? How long have we been doing this? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I have no idea. I took my glasses off to look pretty. Now I can't
0: read anything. Dude, you, you look amazing, Richard. Thank, Thank you, Franz. I'm 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 just mesmerized. Thank you, Frank. Anything else you want to talk about this week? I mean, we just kind of hopped on to so the look. For those who don't know, um, legally unfiltered is normally about a half hour. Um, Talk 107.3 has put a moratorium on us recording and putting yeah, on the um, radio had right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and to be <laughs> candid, Richard and I are, are also, we're not in the same space. We're practicing social distancing um, because we really, unlike some people, we really do care about not only each other, but the rest of you guys. Um, we would never put each other in a situation where we would busload people to come watch our podcast live and in person. I just wouldn't do that you well, I me mean, being quiet. Why would you? How would you get people to sit and watch our podcast in person? I find it hard enough to watch. Get them to watch it on remote
2: live. <laughs> <laughs> I got a crowd
0: over here on, on
1: on my watch party. It's it's kind of fun, um, but. Uh, how may- I've, I've, I've got uh, Aiden all over my uh, comments page, Aiden Reynolds. Uh, who, you know, we, earlier when you said that you have been known to talk to the media, Aiden kind of alluded to the fact that you knocked him over once to get to Nakamoto. So that's out there. In the-
0: Aiden just didn't – Aiden, if you're listening, you just didn't want it enough, man. Oh. It's not my fault. It's not my fault, man. <laughs> I mean, if you don't – you can't get to Chris, you can't get to Chris. But – um, oh my God! I'm trying to look at some of the comments. Amy Newsom, hello, Amy Newsom. Always good seeing Amy in the house. Hey, uh, Valerie Sprinkle, your lovely wife just waved at us. Cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, we got we got a lot of people chiming in on this thing, man. I, you know, I'm trying to look at the other comments we have because if I don't want to leave any anybody- watching. Please add an invite all button
1: so I don't have to scroll and click every friend I'm I'm in- inviting. Jeez, it's ridiculous.
0: I know it's tough being Richard Sprinkle. Cool. Any comments? I have friends. Any, any, well, it says now they're having trouble with the video. So we may be running out of, we may be running out of the ability to continue to do this. Um, hold you on. Should, me, you have the ability to continue on much longer than 40 minutes or anything. No, 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 I'm just, I had a problem with, I had a problem with, with my, I had a problem with my um, internet. I'm not, oh. uh, as you as you know, I'm not uh, you know, I'm not as savvy as I need to be. So we're on Zoom trying to think about how we could end this thing. So look, if you want more information about legally unfiltered, go to yes, Richard. We're not we're not gonna talk about the curfews. Well, we'll let's
1: talk about the curfews. That you know that three parishes in Louisiana have instituted curfews? What are the curfews? Val came in and told me St. John has one. Uh, let's see who uh, did Starting Wednesday, uh, KTAC tells us that there will be curfews in Acadiana. If that is St. John, forgive my ignorance. But no, Iberia, um, the city of Generet has a curfew set up. The city of New Iberia has a set up. Delaconte, I forget it. I'm not going to pronounce that right. Jeff Davis Parish has one set up. By the way, I called their DA's office today and everybody's operating at home. I can't talk to anybody in the DA's office at uh, Jeff Davis. Lafayette Parish is going to start one. St. Martin Parish is going to start one. St. Mary Parish is going to start one. St. Landry, Vermilion. There's tons. There's tons of them that are actually going to start curfews. That's different than a stay-at-home order, isn't it?
0: So I guess from the standpoint of what time is the curfew again? We don't know. Well, I just read
1: you about 50 parishes, and they're all going to be different. But for example, Iberia Parish has one starting today, and it goes from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. for for all residents, both adults and
0: minors. So I guess the idea is after you get your food to go, there really is no reason to be out. Bars are closed. Businesses are closed. Um, But we, I mean, curfews are not patently unconstitutional. We know that during hurricanes, we have curfews. During certain right. catastrophes, we have. So I don't know that that's necessarily anything I'm going to bat an eye at. What's um, that
1: freedom to move about again that's being that's being
0: temporarily stifled? I, I I think the problem is, I think the problem is, and somebody pointed this out earlier today, Richard, is in a hurricane we know that things are going to get better, and we know that after a couple of days. You're, you're not gonna be locked into your house. This, we don't know if it's gonna be another month. We don't know if it's gonna be another two months. We don't know if it's days, What whatever. We know that at least until May 1, right? We're locked in until at least May, May 1. Yep. So, I you know, I think we're I think we gonna have more conversations about this. I'm gonna, Richard, I'm gonna suggest we wrap this up because it's getting onto that time. But look, guys, if y'all want more information about Legally Unfiltered, go to www.legallyunfiltered.com. You've been listening to Richard Sprinkle, Franz Borchardt. We just wanted to do something fun and live. Um, we don't hate this pastor. He's probably a great guy. We just we wanted to talk about it because it's relevant. Uh, again, from, from our house to yours, be safe. Uh, if you've got a topic you really want us to talk about, what's that email address, Richard? That email address
1: is legally unfiltered at gmail.com. Send us an email with a show idea. If we use it, you will get not one,
0: but two, two Two for the price of none, legally unfiltered coffee cups. Richard, have a blessed day. Tell Valerie to and We'll see you guys next time. Later, Franz. Stay safe. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try
2: this at home.